now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants? The Derriers! Oh, yeah! The Derriers! Two amazing brothers boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio USA. USA. I'm Roger Isles. I'm Leo Isles. And we are the, the Derriers. Doing what we do, driving up and down the road in our little RV. Yep. Pick, picking up music wherever we can find it. And there's a lot of it out there. Oh, it's all over the place. Yeah, people just, you know, they kind of use a little bit of it, and, and then they, they drop they go, it. Oh, and then they go on the yeah. next thing. They're kind of wasteful that That's way. That's wasteful, yeah, yeah. absolutely. We, re, we could say we're kind of recycling. We kind of do that, yeah. Yeah, we do in a way. Yeah, we're not ashamed to eat off of someone else's plate, <laughs> <We're a laughs> musically little, speaking. A little dumpster diving, <laughs> as it were. Well, people ask us, they say, Derriere's, exactly what is Americana music? Which is a fair question. Well, it is, and, and we have a decent answer. Uh, you know, there's a lot of opinions. Well, yeah, and then there's ours. And then there's ours. And, yeah. and ours is that it's music with... Distinctive American, American roots. roots. And having said that, it's a pretty broad palette, which we have established already. But oh, yeah. We could just go deeper. Well, I mean, it's always nice to just, you know, touch base on it a little bit. Of That's course, true. you know, it could be old timey. It could be uh, it could be country. It could be uh, it could be Zydeco. Swing. Uh, Tin Pan Alley. Rock and roll. It could be indie rock. If you say elevator music again, <laughs> I will skin you alive. <laughs> I got I got the uh, the proper uh, response. That's okay, good. So uh, I guess everybody gets the idea. And uh, the format of the show is that uh, each of us shows up each week with a virtual fistful of tunes that we have not yet disclosed to the other guy. That's correct. And we parse them out one at a time, and we take turns starting the show. And uh, I started last time, Leo, so you're up. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and kick this thing right off. All right. Uh, a few episodes back, I started talking about um, these East Texas, uh, you know, recording studios yeah. and all the little bands come out of it. Right. Okay, I have spent like the last three weeks trying to run down some information on this band called Don Hudson and the Royal Kings. <laughs> I like the name. Okay. Oh, I do too. It's, it's the Royal Kings. Are you kidding me? Yeah. But um, I found this song from 1963. It's, it's straight ahead rockabilly. And uh, it's it, the the uh, the name of the uh, recording label was Texas East End Records. Okay. Okay. So I I just don't know much very much. One thing I did notice about this uh, song is that there's a discrepancy in the title. Uh, one of them says uh, "I close my eyes," and the other one says "close your eyes." Okay. But I did find a copy of what the label on the 45 RPM record was, right? Yeah, and? It says, close my eyes. Close my eyes. That's it. Okay. Don Hudson and the Royal Kings, close my eyes from 1963. <laughs> Image of you. 
Well, there you go. Yeah, that was. Um, it's a little, it's a little it, different, it, isn't it? Odd, but it's uh, odd in a cool way. <laughs> I like it. Well, there you go, Roger. Yeah. That's as much as I know about those guys. Interesting. Okay, you're up. Okay, our buddy Jason um, sent us a thing on Facebook about a guy um, named Elton Britt. Okay, and uh, and of, and he said uh, this guy looks like a pretty cool dude or something. And of course, I jumped right into it, coming from Jason. And uh, it's his real name was James Elton Baker, and he was born in 1913 um, near a, on a farm near Marshall, Arkansas. Right. So his father, uh, James Baker, and he had two sisters, Greta and Drews. Greta and Drews. <laughs> Drews and a brother, Earl. It's great names, man. Hey, man, I'm telling you, just make them up. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, anyway, he uh, he was uh, uh, a, a singer, a band leader, radio and television performer, songwriter, and a yodeler. And he starred in at least two films in the late 40s and had hit records as late as 1968 with the Jimmy Rogers Blues. Oh, wow. Okay. So some of the songs he was known for was Detour, Chime Bells, Maybe I'll Cry Over You, Pinto Pal. And the million-selling wartime hit, there's a star-spangled banner waving somewhere. What? I got to look for that. Yeah. That, that recording had sold a million discs by 1944, and it was awarded a gold disc by the RIAA. He became the first country artist to be awarded a gold disc. No kidding. Yeah. So I had never heard of the guy. Roger, I'm sitting here going, I don't think I've ever heard of this guy either. <laughs> I haven't, but it's pretty cool. As a, in, in, uh, it, as in 1960, as part of a publicity stunt, uh, Brett briefly ran for the Democratic presidential nominations. <laughs> And he didn't get elected? Well, yeah, what think, is wrong with this country? Well, he just briefly ran. Oh, okay. It was probably just a sprint, you know. But uh, <laughs> anyway, he, he died fairly young. Um, had a heart attack right before his 59th birthday. But, man, he had a lot of music out there. And and I got to tell you, I was really torn because uh, he's a great yodeler. And and I, I'm going to tell you right now, we're going to go back and listen to some of the other yodel stuff, okay. the, the up-tempo stuff. Uh-huh. But... Um, one of his hits was "That's How the Yodel Was Born." Yeah, okay. Which which we know Ranger Doug's version, right? Which yep. is humorous. Yes, it is. Uh, and and this isn't so much. Really, it's, it's actually a really pretty song. Wow. And so um, this is from 1959, uh, 1955. Excuse me, from the album presenting Elton Britt, him doing "That's How the Yodel Was Born." <laughs> Oh 
Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's totally different than uh, the Ranger Doug version, it, it of course. Sh- That's humorous, you it know. It shares the name. Right. And little else. Yeah, and little yeah. else. Wow. But, but it's really a beautiful tune. It really is a nice yeah. tune. Got yeah. kind of a Hawaiian feel as it gets in yeah, there, you yeah, know. Yeah, so. Yeah. so, Jason, thanks so much for sending us down that uh, road. That's great. And we're going to come back and listen to some of his other stuff later. A- absolutely. Okay, Leo. Well, back to you. I got a group that uh, came out of Chicago in the mid-60s, about 1965. And um, they had a what their version, what they, their, the style of their music was a version of British blues, right? That was influenced by domestic music. Let me rephrase that. Okay. The band is called the Shadows of Night, K N I G H T. Okay, I uh, remember them a little bit. And they had a song called Gloria. Oh yeah. Okay, which was actually a song that was um, you know from an Irish guy who you may remember. Uh, but I'll, I'll give you his name in a minute. But anyway, they um, they got together in, in uh, Chicago, and they they had a self-descriptive uh, thing they did about their band. They said that they, the Stones and the Animals and the Yardbirds, all British bands, right, uh, took the Chicago blues and gave it an English interpretation. Okay. Okay. And then they say, we've taken the English version of the blues and re-added a Chicago touch. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> it's a, and this, this Richie uh, Uderberger, who's a, a critic, he said, yeah, the Shadow of Night self-description is fairly accurate. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So Everybody's got, looking for a hook, right? That, that's true, man. Yeah. Now, now, they originally uh, called themselves the Shadows, right? But they learned in, in the spring of 1965, there was an existing British group, the Shadows, already. Okay. Uh, so they, they changed it to the Shadows Night to kind of play into the British invasion thing at the time. <laughs> and, I love it. Oh, and, and also because all four of the band members attended Prospect High School in Mount Prospect, Illinois, whose sports team had the name of 
the, the Knights. Of course they did. <laughs> of course they did. <laughs> so anyway, they, they got so popular around there. They, they were playing a place called The Cellar in Arlington Heights, Illinois. And they attracted more than 500 teenagers every Saturday and Sunday at this place called The Cellar. Oh, wow. And they got so busy, the, the, the owner started hiring other bands just to give them a break. Because <laughs> they were just crazy, stupid, busy. Anyway, uh, so they decided to, um, to do this song, uh, Gloria. Now, the original lyrics, uh, replacing uh, Van Morrison's original lyrics, right? Okay. Uh, he, he said, uh, she comes to my room, then she made me feel all right. Well, that was just a little too risque okay. for Chicago radio station WLS to play. So they changed the lyrics a little bit. And, they, she, and then they, she goes, uh, she calls out my name and makes me feel all right. Oh, that makes it a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. anyway, it got back by the century. It was a huge hit for the Shadows of Night from 1965. This is Gloria. She come around It's about five feet four Up from her head to the ground Now she come around here Just about midnight Make me feel so good Make me feel alright And her name is G around here Just about midnight She made me feel so good I want to tell you she made me feel alright Comes walking down my street Why don't you come up to my house Knock upon my door And then she call out my name
We're bopping all around the RV. Classic, man. That's a classic. We're going to have to apologize to the neighbors for that one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, that's what beer is for. That's what beer is for. <laughs> hey, you know what? Hey, what? Uh, we've used up all of our time for this segment. Oh, yeah. We've blown right through it, yeah. haven't we? So um, this is where uh, we need to get ready. It's moving day tomorrow, it's, of course. It's moving day. Um, and, and you're going to be very thrilled because you get to pick up trash. I, I, I am glad to pick up the trash. I know, but uh, you, you only get to do that every other week. I know. And I'll check the air in that. Left rear inside duel. duel. The dread factor is already kicking in. Yeah, well, you don't have to worry about it. I'll take care of it this time. Okay, all right. Uh, Okay, well, we'll be right back. This is the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Radio USA. Yeah, we're back. Yes, we are back. I took the trash out. How was that? Uneventful. Yeah, good. You check the tire. Four pounds down. Yeah. Yeah. That so, left rear inside duel, it's, yeah. uh, it's still kind of consistently. Kind of is what it is. It is what it is. As long as it stays there and we know how to deal with it. I don't want to have to fix it. No. I mean. Heck no. Well, you know, how do we do that? I don't know. <laughs> it usually involves money. It usually involves money. Yeah. We don't have any Which of that, we don't have, right? yeah. Because, you know, we need a sponsor. Yeah, we keep looking for a sponsor. We're looking for a sponsor. Yeah. We'll figure that One out. One of these days, maybe. You know what? I think uh, I think I played the last song. In the last segment, right? Well, you did, but, uh, uh, you know, before we get to that, oh, uh, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. we are broadcasting this week from Downs, Kansas. Downs, Kansas. Yeah. It's pretty close to home. I'm, it actually is, You yes, know, we were born and bred right out there in, in uh, central Kansas, mm-hmm. but this uh, this particular town is in Osborne County, Kansas, and I'm only going to mention the name of the county uh, for a reason I'll tell you about in just a minute here, all right? Okay. But as of 2020, the population of the city was huge. Okay. To the tune of about 800 people. Yeah. Yeah, but they do have a nice RV park. They do. They got that going for them. Yeah. And it actually had its start in the year 1879 when the central... So many of these little towns were born because of the railroad, mm-hmm. right? And this is one of them. Sure. 1879. Uh, they got in there, and it, it, so it was named for a guy named Bill Downs, who was a railroad official from Atchison, another huge town, yeah. a town of note. Right. In there. Anyway, it, it was incorporated uh, in that year, and then uh, the city had a population in 19, uh, 1427, so they've lost about half of the population you know, in the ensuing 100 years there. But now listen, here's something I found out that's it's pretty cool about this place. It's in it's in uh, the the same county as Downs is right mm-hmm. in Osborne County. They there's a place called the Meads Ranch Triangulation Station that's located right here in the county, just a few miles from where we are right now. Really, it's a server survey marker uh, in the state of Kansas. The marker was initially placed in 1891. Now here's the thing: that marker is intended to uh, denote the geographical center. Of the lower 48 states of the United States of America. Oh, yeah. And they they established the thing. You can still go out there. We didn't go out to the plaque because it's a long way from the nearest beer joint. True. You know, so we didn't actually go out there. Yeah. But Maybe it, we can swing by there, depending on where the dart lands. Where the dart lands. That's on our way. We'll <laughs> we swing might, by when we leave. We might swing by on the way out of Osborne <laughs> County. We'll see. But anyway, it's a, the it's, it's kind of a, a complicated um, computation. It's called the geodetic day turn. I practiced all day just to say geodetic day turn. I can't even say geodetic day turn. Good, good. Okay. You and I have that in common. Right. 
All right. So anyway, in 1973, the site was listed at the National Register of Historic Places as the Geodetic Center of the United States. Wow. That's how close we are. Wow. That's great. <laughs> well, there you go. I, I feel so... Uh, Centralized. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wondered why I felt that way. I wonder. Yeah. So, so, I'm so centered. Well, that's cool, Leo. Thanks. Well, there you go. You know, people ask us all the time. They say... Derriere is exactly why is it that you guys just travel around this great country of ours in that old RV and it's, stay in Shady Grove RV parks? It's kind of our lot in life. It's kind of what we do. Let's do. Yeah, I mean, you have to do something. I mean, some guys invented penicillin. Yeah. You know, others, you know. Yeah, some guys landed on the moon. Right. Not us. Now nah, we're just hanging we're, out. A motorhome. <laughs> You know, but uh, unlike our um, uh, compadres here on Truckers Radio USA, who have these things called ranches, ranches you right. know, and they mm -hmm. get to do their shows from the relative comfort of their ranches. Exactly. And uh, it may be very comfortable. I don't know. Uh, Rex Allen Jr., of course, has the Rockin' Diamond R Ranch in the Dos Cabezas Mountains. Mountains. Alan Bailey has the Swinging Gate Ranch out in western Kansas. Right. Tennessee Jim, the Diamond W Ranch on the edge of the Kansas Flint Hills. And, of course, Oren Friesen has the Rockin' Banjo Ranch. And we used to whine about the fact that we, we didn't, didn't have, have a ranch. ranch. We don't right. have a ranch. Until our pal Suzanne set us straight. She said, you guys, you have the biggest ranch of all. You have the entire continental United States. You could say we have a ranch without, without fences. fences. And we ride that range in our RV called... Rambling Rose. Rambling Rose. Why? Rosie. Rosie. She gets us there every time. She does. Yes, she does. She's never let us down so far. Right. Yeah. Knock so on far. wood. Right? Yeah. Exactly. It's all good. Okay, now see, we're, we're, oh, it's your turn. It is. Yes. So sometime back, you featured the monkeys. Yes, I did. Right? And, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, talked about the fact that they, they weren't a band when they got started. It was for a sitcom. But they got good at it. They got good at it yeah. and, and uh, ended up going out and performing and all that. Well, I, again, stumbled onto an album, and it's The Monkeys Live, The Mike and Mickey Show. And uh, it, it was from uh, 2019, okay? Recently, yeah. Uh, recently. Uh -huh. It was recorded in March and June of 2019, um, and they marked the first time that uh, Surviving Monkeys, Mickey Dolenz and Michael Nesmith, toured as a duo. It's the first Monkeys release following the death of Peter Tork in February 2019 and the final re release to feature Nesmith prior to his death in oh, December 21. Just a little window in there. Yeah. Okay. And 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 it's really a it's really a cool uh album. It's just these two guys, these two old friends just having a lot of fun. Well, there was there was always that talk about them being really close and in between takes on the Monkeys show, they right? Off in a corner playing music together, yeah. right? Okay, yeah. So uh, so Dolan's tells the story of this song. That the song is Randy Scouse Git. What? Randy Scouse Git. Okay. Weird title, right? Yep. So uh, he tells the story. They were uh, on a tour in England, and he and uh, Nesmith were talking, and. Uh, uh, Nesma said, man, you got to write, start writing some songs. And he goes, why? And he says, because that's where the money is. <laughs> oh, well, okay. Right? Yeah. Everybody, everybody knows that. And so this was his, the first song that he ever wrote. Uh, and he wrote it in a hotel room in England. And um, he, he, the song was written about this party held at the Speakeasy nightclub. And there are references to the, in the song to the Beatles, 
The reference is the four kings of EMI. Okay. And other party attendees such as Cass Elliott, yeah, okay, the, okay. the girl in a yellow dress. From uh, Mamas and Papas. Mamas and the Papas. Uh-huh. And Dolan's future wife, top of the pops, disc girl, Samantha Just. She's a wonderful lady. <laughs> okay. okay? Um, and uh, the verses and chorus do not relate to each other. And, the, and, and they finally consist of Dolan's screaming remarks at an unseen long-haired youth. <laughs> Okay. okay. So, but but this is really cool. The title of the song uh, actually transmates. Translates. Say what the title is first. Randy Scouse Git. Okay. Three words. Yeah. And it translates to American English as amorous Liverpudlian jerk. <laughs> okay. 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 And so um, it was taken from a 1960s British sitcom, "Till Death to Us Part." In oh, which, okay. Yeah. In which it was regularly used by the loudmouth main character, um, Alf Garnett, and he used it to insult his Liverpudlian scouse son in law, played by Tony Booth. So he called him that all the time. I know where this is going. Okay. And so the, sh- the show was later adapted into the American sitcom. All, All in, in the, the family, family, right? Oh, how cool. And uh, writers replace the phrase in American scripts with the epithet meathead, right? <laughs> yeah. So uh, what happened was, uh, he, so he wrote the song, he titled it, and RCA Records in England told the band they would not release the song unless, unless it was given an alternate title. <laughs> because they said it would, was is somewhat rude to British audiences. And he's like, I got it off of their TV, right? <laughs> and so they release it as... Alternate title in England. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, long story, but man, it's a, it's a neat one. So let's give it a listen. Uh, it, it's from their uh, 2019 li- Monkeys Live, the Mike and Mickey show. Randy Scouse, get. She's a wonderful lady, and she's mine, all mine. And there doesn't seem a way that she won't come to lose my mind. It's too easy humming the songs to a girl in yellow dress Been a long time since the party and the room is in a mess The four kings of the are sitting stately on the floor There are birds out on the sidewalk and a valley at the door It reminds me of a penguin You and plastered hair this town from
Yeah, way man. To, way to go, Mickey. <laughs> wow. Uh, you know, a lot of people may not remember this, but I do. That uh, Mickey Dolmez was actually the lead kid player in an old television series called Circus Boy. You talked about that when yeah. you featured him. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's pretty cool. Well, Leo, what do you want to follow that up it's with? It's not easy to follow that. Yeah. But I, it, I think you'll rise to well, it. Well, I've got something here. It's kind of controversial. Okay. Okay. It's kind of a deep story. I won't spend too much time on it. It's going to be hard to cut it down. But here's the thing. Roberta Flack. Okay. All right. Now, she came on the scene, you know, pretty strong. I mean, but the, one of the songs she was best known for was uh, Killing Me Softly with his song. Right. Which is the song I'm going to play here in a little bit. But the thing is, is that um, there's been a lot of talk about she wrote this song about somebody, right? Right. Well, she didn't write this song. Okay. The song was actually, uh, the songwriting credit actually goes to three different uh, writers. Uh, one of which is uh, it's Charles Fox and uh, Norman uh, Gimbel. But there was a, another person that was involved in writing this song, and her name was Lori Lieberman. And for a while, they credited her with part, being partially their writing partner in this thing. And then later, they disavowed that. Really? Yeah. And then, but she came back, and, and she uh, was supported in her claims by the guy uh, who the song was written about, which was Don McLean. Seriously? Yeah. So she goes out with a friend of hers. She's like 19 or 20 years old. And she goes out to this club to see Don McLean play uh, something in about 1971, right? And she hears him doing this song, and she has this idea for it. So she goes back to these other two guys who are much older than she is, and uh, Charles Fox and, and Norman Gimbel, and they kind of collaborate with her and put this song together. And then later on, they don't want to give her any credit for the song, which is kind of too bad. Yeah. So historic. Now, here's another interesting thing here is that um, uh, Charles Fox and Norman Gibble actually sued Don McLean for, for putting in his, in his uh, credits on a show that the song was written about him. Right? Oh, really? They sued him for putting it in his some publication, and he came back and just showed him the published piece where they said it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So there you go. It's kind of convoluted. Oh wow. I so guess. here's a song by Roberta Flack that she did not write. In fact, she almost didn't record it. It, it kind of got lost in the shuffle, uh, and that the, uh, the 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 people that write it are kind of at odds. And the guy that wrote it is really proud of the song. By the way, Don McLean was really flattered by this song. So this is it. Uh, this is uh, Roberta Cleopatra, was her middle name, Flack, doing Killing Me Softly with his song. Drumming my pain with his fingers, singing my life with his words, killing me softly with his song, killing me softly with his song, telling my whole life with his words, killing me softly. So I came to see him to listen for 
you think you know the rest of the story, but I got a follow up to this. Oh yeah, but we're out of time for right now. Well, we are. That's true. We are. We got to get up. Uh, hey, wait a minute. Are we still looking for a sponsor? We are. You know, and I got to thinking. You know, uh, what do we do? The first thing when we pull into town, uh, well, after we get go to the beer joint. Uh, well, and then we have to get provisions. Oh, that's correct. Yes. Right. So we always look for a grocery store. Right. And so uh, Maloney, white bread, mayonnaise. That's it. Okay. And they usually have it. Uh, yep. But uh, I bet this place will really have it. It's, okay. it's a great place. Really? It's it's called the Food Town Store. Oh, let's check this out. All right. When you shop at a Food Town Store, every penny will buy you more. Name, brands, and quality, convenience, and thrift. The owner is your friend, and the service is swift. You pay less and take home more. When you shop at a Food Town Store. You know what's amazing? What's amazing, Well, right? in, in the ad, it says that yeah. the owner is your friend. That's right. We yeah. went down to visit him. We did it, some we shopping. Did it. And, and Larry is, is now our best he's, friend. He came back to the camper buddy. with really, us. And guess he's, what? He, what? He brought beer. And Larry, hey, thanks, man. We yeah. really appreciate it. Great to have you here, you know. And he's our friend now. He's our friend now. That's and right. he gave us a little discount on our uh, white bread, bologna, and mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Yeah. We're good. Yeah, we're, we're good. good so we're fixed up for a while. Appreciate but, it, man. Uh, but Larry, thank you. Man, the Food Town store is a hit. You pay less and take home more when you shop at a Food Town store. Look out! Look out! We're backing up. Yeah, we are backing up. That's what we do. We back up. Yeah, we do. We have no choice. Hey, you know, it's kind of uh, fun taking Larry with us uh, on our apologetic beer run. He's a guest. He's a great guy. And he knows all those people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he he was good at apologizing for us. That's true. He says, yeah. these are my these, new friends. Yeah, these guys are okay. They're really white bread bologna That's right, guys. bologna. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Larry. Thanks, Larry. What a guy. Uh, you know, this is the part of the show where we uh, we like to suggest. No, uh, no, let's, we're going straight to okay. beg. We'll beg. We'll beg. We'll beg people to go to our website. Please. Uh, the one for this show is thederrieres.com. And as God my, is my witness, uh, yes. if you don't put the... oh. In front. Oh, you have to put the in front. There's of, hell to pay. You, you know. know, if if you forget it, you will never forget You'll it. You'll never forget it again. That's just it. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So uh, do that. And uh, of course, the one for the band is. Well, that's threetrailswest.com with the number three right. on the front of it. And we have uh, listings about where we're going to be playing and how to buy our merchandise and stuff yeah. like that. So And so uh, there, uh, if you go to either of our websites, you'll find a lot of content. content yes. And uh, if you watch it, we're pretty sure you will be. Contented. contented, but there's so much of it that you could become confused. In which case, you should just contact, contact us, us, and uh, we'll straighten you out. And here's it's easy to contact us. Well, there are contact us tabs on both websites. That's true. Uh, or you can get right to us with our uh, email addresses. Mine is Roger No D at thederriers.com, and mine is Leo also No D right. at thederriers.com. And you know the other thing you can do is uh, at thederriers.com, go to the Americana Roadshow tab. And you can listen to or download uh, any of the past episodes and listen to them at your leisure, uh, preferably in your leisure, leisure suit. suit. And yeah. we have a picture, finally, yeah. of one person wearing yeah. their leisure Jim suit. Farrell, Jim if you Farrell, wanna, if you want to see how it's done, just go there and That's check right. it out. That's right. So, um, Leo... Um, I think we kind of left off last time with... Uh, with you. With me. Yeah. So I believe it's your turn. It is my turn. How about that? Well, how go you figure. know what? We have not done Big Band for a while. We have not. And it's time we, we do that. And I don't, I don't think we have featured Paul Whiteman yet. N- uh, no, but we should. Yeah, we should. What a hell of a guy. Yeah, he was born in uh, March of 1890. 
um, and he passed away in 1967. But he, he was a leader of, of, of one of the most popular dance bands in the United States during the 20s and 30s. Right. Um, and, you know, uh, songs like um, Whispering, Valencia, Three O'Clock in the Morning, in a Little Spanish Town. Um, and uh, he was very good at blending symphonic music and jazz. And he debuted Rhapsody in Blue by George Gershwin. Oh, I don't think I knew that. Yeah. So uh, that's that's really p- pretty cool. Um, so he his popularity kind of faded in the mid-30s and 40s, and he kind of semi-retired. But uh, in the 50s, he came back with a network television series, Paul Whiteman's Goodyear <gasps> Review. That's right. right. I forgot about that. So he had a... Uh, nice three seasons there, and, and uh, I actually did some other stuff. It's interesting because um, some people, um, you know, detra- the, the detractors suggest that his orchestrated music was jazz in name only, lacking the genre's improv- improvisational and emotional depth, and co-opted the innovations of black musicians. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, thus are the people, the detractors say, defenders, show that he had a fondness of jazz, and he worked with black musicians all the time. Well, there you go. And, um, you know, but uh, his bands included, you know, uh, white and black musicians. Regardless, you know, those days are over, but uh, but uh, great guy. And uh, I found this recording. It's uh, from a compilation called Swing That Music, and, it, and uh, the singer with this uh, is none other than Bing Crosby. Oh, man. Doing After You've Gone. I love this song. Yeah. you ever had there'll come a time now don't forget it there'll come a time when you'll regret it someday when you grow lonely your heart will break like mine and you'll want me only after you've gone after you've gone away
stinger at the end. Yeah, yeah. He was a great band leader. Yeah. He really was. And I think maybe he's gotten short shrift in a lot of you know. We everything's Benny Goodman, you know. Yeah, Artie Shaw, Tommy Dorsey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So but, glad to bring him out. Yeah, he heck, have a heck of a musician. You bet. Okay, Leo. Well, what do you got? I'm gonna backtrack a little bit. Okay. I remember a little while ago we were talking about Roberta Flack and and the song uh, "Singing Me Softly," uh, "Killing, Killing Me, me softly. softly" with this song, right? Yeah. And we we determined the song was about um, Don McLean, right? Okay. Okay, but we know Don McLean for his big hit "American Pie," which is like over eight minutes long. Mm-hmm. We're probably not going to play it on this show. Because probably not. Probably not. We, we could. We could. Well, tell you, here's a, something let's, interesting. Let's never say never. Never say never. We may need to take a nap. So- <laughs> you may have a point there. The, the thing is, is that uh, that song was so long that it was split on two sides of a 45. Okay. Right? And a lot of radio stations didn't even play the second part. Oh, wow. They, so, uh, you know, just the AM radio stations that had those restrictions. But that's not what I'm here to talk about. Okay. The uh, the thing is, is that in November of 1971, remember I talked about uh, Lieberman, Laurie Lieberman? Yeah. Uh, she went out with her friend Michelle, uh, Michelle Willens to see Don McLean perform at the Troubadour Nightclub. In okay. L.A. And he had a hit song, American Pie, that was rising in the charts. But she was strongly affected by another song that he had written called Empty Chairs. Okay. Now, that's a lesser known song. I yeah. mean, he, he did Vincent, you know, and, right. and several other songs. But uh, she confirms that, uh, that he was, she was scribbling notes while he was singing the song. And that's what brought her around to, you know, to uh, write the, the uh, Killing Me Softly. Oh, interesting. Okay. So I'm, we've, I, I hadn't really listened to this song much. I was aware of it. I don't think it. I have either. But it's, it's a really cool song. This is Don McLean, and it's called Empty Chairs. I feel a trembling tingle of a sleepless night. Creep through my fingers and the moon is bright Beams of blue come flickering through my window pane Like gypsy moths that dance around a candle flame And I wonder if you know That I never understood That although you said you'd go Until you did I never thought you would Moonlight used to bathe The contours of your face Wild chestnut hair fell all around the pillowcase And the fragrance of your flowers rest beneath my head A sympathy bouquet left with the love that's dead And I wonder if you know That I never understood said you'd go until you did I never thought you would never thought the words you said were true never thought you said just what you meant never knew how much I needed you never thought you'd leave 
until you went Morning comes and morning goes with no regret And evening brings the memories I can't forget Empty rooms that echo as I climb the stairs And empty clothes that drape and fall on empty chairs And I wonder if you know That I never understood That although you said you'd go Until you did I never thought you Kind of a pretty song. That's isn't it? a great tune. I, I I was not familiar with that, and yeah. I loved Don McLean. Well, it was off the same album as America Pie, I think. Right. It just got got overshadowed by sure. You know the big hit that that was. Man, the thing so. about Don McLean, you can understand every word he oh, says. Oh yeah, his oh, enunciation yeah. is yeah. just great. Absolutely, good pick, Leo. Well, there you go, Roger. I believe it's your turn. Guy by the name of James William Stollard. Okay. Born in 1913 or 1918, they aren't sure. It might have just been a typo. He went by Billy Starr. Okay. Now, I've been singing a song for years called Blue Pacific Waltz. Yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. And, and I never knew who it was until I did this recent cleanup of my uh, iTunes and figured out it was Billy Starr. Wow. Okay. It's not, that's not the right tune for now. We'll have to do that some other time. He was an interesting guy. Uh, he went by Bill Stollard, Indian Bill, Billy Star, but S-T-A-R-R, -R, way before Ringo Ringo that made out. that popular, but yeah, he yeah. was, okay, okay, I got you. So uh, he was born in Wesleyville, Kentucky, and evidently he wanted to do something with his life. When he was just 15 years old, he took off on his own to end up in Portsmouth, uh, Ohio, and um, there was a radio station there. And uh, the station manager was impressed enough with him to give him a spot on the air. <laughs> wow. And so he, he started, uh, you know, spinning discs and talking on the air. Well, in 1945, he was working on WOW Hoosier Hop that aired over the ABC network. And um, he'd do the calls on the square dance numbers. And then in February of 46, little Jimmy Dickens and Billy Starr, <laughs> Joined the staff at radio station WIBW in Topeka, Kansas. Yeah, yeah, right down okay. the road from where we, we, we're, we're from, from yeah, right? Yeah. So, so, um, and, and uh, anyway, uh, later on, he was touring with uh, Cowboy Copas, who we featured here, and he was their manager. So, uh, he, which means he was probably on the Grand Old Opera. <laughs> wow. Know? I mean, there's no, uh, you know, it doesn't say that. But uh, he had a hit record in 1951, which was Stepping Out. Okay. Which everybody did, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, uh, it's so he, his his career went for quite a few years, uh, and when he died, he maybe had a hundred dollars. Yeah, you know. So, but, but you he know, spent it all. He That's lived good. it. He yeah. lived it. So, so this is uh, not off an album, but Billy Starr doing "The Old Town Got Lonesome." Without you, 
about you I try to hide the sorrow But it's written on my face Can't seem to find contentment And the one who take your place The old town sure got lonesome The old town sure is blue The old town sure got lonesome without you Good honky tonk right there. That's good honky tonk music. That's good, some good stuff. And guess who enjoyed it? Who? Besides you and me. Yeah. Larry. Larry loved it. Larry loved it. Well, Larry Hi, Larry. Was kinda, he was kind of dancing in his, he, he in was. his chair there. Yeah. As Dan Hicks would say, he's dancing in his pants. Dancing in his pants. <laughs> we should we, we mention that he's our newest best buddy. He is. From the grocery store. Well, he brought beer. He brought beer. Yeah. 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 Which he, is why he's way in the back. Yeah. And he yeah. helped us apologize to he did. the neighbors. Yeah. He did a really good. Yeah. The beer, you know, free beer helps a lot. It helps a lot. It helps a yeah. lot. Uh, well, you know what? What? Um, we're about out of time. We are totally out of time. And uh, we need to figure out where we're going. Oh, it's time to throw the dart. It is. Uh, let's see. Um, it's your turn to... You know what? What? I wonder if Larry... Oh, let's have Larry throw the Larry dart. Larry can throw the dart, don't you think? Hey, Larry, you want to throw the dart? Hey, Larry! You want to throw the dart? He's nodding yes. He's nodding yes. Awesome. Okay. okay uh, well, then, uh, uh, I, I'll get the map. You get it right yeah, here. It's back in the closet. So. It's way in the back. Sorry. There. Okay. All right. Sorry. Got it. Uh, let me get it up there. Uh-huh. Okay. Good. And got it. Uh, okay. Get the dart. I'll get the dart. It's for in the spoon yeah. drawer. Spoon two. two. Yeah. Two. Ooh, we got a lot of spoons. Yeah, Hang we do. Yeah. Great spoons. I got it. Okay. You got it. Yeah. Here. Okay. Okay. Here, Larry. Okay. Now, Larry, get over in the circle over there. Okay. You ready? Now you're gonna have to turn around three times and three, then throw at the map. Three okay. times. Are you ready? Hey, yeah. Don't hit one of us, yeah. Larry, because okay. that'd be very bad. Yeah. For that him. wouldn't be good. Not good. Okay. Here we go. Okay. One. one Two, three, three. Throw, throw the, the dart, dart, throw the dart. Oh, wow. Larry did a good hey, job. Good job. It went uh, down south and way uh, down east, south. Uh, wow. Uh, Georgia. Close to Atlanta down there yeah. someplace. Forsyth County, Georgia. Forsyth County. Yeah, there. I guess there's a shitty little there. there. Okay, well, let's okay. do it then. All right. Well, that's good. Well, thanks, Larry, for the help. And uh, we'll get all packed up here tomorrow. And, Head on down the road. And Larry, you can't come. Yeah, I, I know you want to, man. Man, but, hey, but we'll stay in touch. We promise. Yeah, you, we really appreciate it, man. You got the best white bread in town. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, this has been a fun show, and um, this has been the Americana Road Show right here on Truckers Radio USA. USA. And remember to look out behind you. It's the Dairy. Dairy.